and welcome to a polarizing episode of <laughs> We Only Look Thin. I am Catherine Weigel, and I have lost over 150 pounds the easy way in 42 or 3 short years. I have lost 155 pounds. How many pounds have you lost? I'm going to introduce myself first. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> My name is... Donald Weigel, and I have lost over 100 pounds, slightly over 100 pounds. The easy way. The easy way. <laughs> yes, it's only taken me 48 years. Just 48 installments, and you too can lose Trying weight. every diet imaginable and... Except a balanced diet and yes. movement. Yes, which finally is what did the trick. I know two people this week who had uh, food poisoning, and guess what I thought to myself? <laughs> <laughs> Must have been nice. <laughs> like, oh, yes. going, taking the easy way out. Way to go. The delightful food poisoning weight oh, loss method. Oh, boy, I do not actually wish that on myself. No, no, that's not good. So we are going to talk this week about gravity. Mmm, it's the thing that holds us down. It's one of the forces of nature or something. Right. So when Sir Isaac Newton was buying the Louisiana Purchase, mm -hmm. he took yes. uh, he took a, a, a kite and he put an apple on that kite and lightning hit that apple and that's when he invented gravity. That's how I remember it. Yeah. Uh, don't, uh, don't Google that, people. But uh, gravity is not just about apples falling on Louisiana Purchases. No. It is about things you can control and things you cannot control. Donald, can you control electrified apples in kites? <laughs> no. No, I cannot control that. Can you control the past? Uh, no, I cannot. It's already happened. Can you control what you eat? I can. Oh, so that is what we are going to talk about. We are going to talk about gravity and uh, the, the perspective of changing what you can and not worrying about what you cannot change. Um, yeah, so basically, gravity issue is something that you cannot change. Um, there are obvious gravity issues, such as my dream of becoming the starting quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers was hindered by the fact that I am five foot six and have no discernible football talent. Nor did he try at all. Nor did I ever play any organized <laughs> football. <laughs> but shy of that... He would have been a fantastic I, player. I imagine if, if I had tried, I would have been excellent tried. at it. Yeah. So uh, back in the day uh, in business, doo -doo 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 uh, I was at a team building, a hot coal walking, trust falling uh, activity, and we talked about gravity issues. And that was sort of the idea that there are things in business and in life that we just cannot control. Uh, things like... Um, you know, having to, uh, let's see, what, what kind of gravity issues? <laughs> wow, I really love that. No, there are things at work, you know, uh, relationship issues or uh, disagreements or business that isn't gotten. And you can be depressed about things, you can grouse about things, or you can try to affect change in ways that you can actually manage. And uh, that was really annoying to hear tough talk about not complaining about things, because I excelled in complaining about things at work. Yeah, there are obvious gravity issues, like being five foot six means that I'm probably not going to be a professional basketball player. And then there are less obvious ones, like, um, you know, my boss overlooking me for a promotion time and time again. Like, that is a gravity issue. That is something I can't do anything about. Um, it, or, 
you know, my, uh, this is a bad example because it's not real, but my family not giving me support to lose weight or enabling bad behavior. Yeah, or things like the weather. Have you heard of the weather? Sometimes it is cooperative and sometimes it is not. And we can complain about the weather. We can complain about uh, where we live. We can complain about our neighbors. But there are things that we can control. We can get an umbrella. We can move. But short of that sitting in the same spot for five years and complaining about the same thing over and over again isn't going to get one anywhere. And uh, it was really annoying to hear that hard fact at first because complaining is easy. Complaining is the, is the way out to not have to take responsibility for your actions because you're a victim of circumstance, aren't you, Donald? Yes, indeed. I'm a victim of circumstance. No, in fact, I, uh, there are some things I can control. Like what? I can control, I, I may not have all of the time in the world, but I can control what I eat. I can choose to spend some of my time uh, making food that I can take to work, uh, for example. That sounds extreme. Don't you get, <laughs> don't you get free food at work? Isn't, you, can't, you can't afford not to have free things, can you? I do get free food at work, and... Uh, that is also a gravity issue. Um, I can't control that people bring in sweet treats, but I can control my mindset towards them. And I can choose to, instead of spending another 15 or 20 minutes on Facebook, that I can actually prepare some food to take into work with me and be ready when that, you know, that box of donuts comes in, I can be ready with my food instead. Well, and I think that you actually bring up a very good point. I'm very surprised, but you brought up a very good point. Uh, the <laughs> the, the idea of the, the uh, workplace environment not being able to control others bringing in sweets and treats and, you know, having pizza party Friday. Um, we don't live in a world that we can control all things, unless you're that little creepy kid from that uh, Twilight Zone movie who oh, controlled yeah. everybody. Yeah, I like that. Nobody liked that kid. There was a good Simpsons parody, too, where everyone had to do what Bart said. It's good that Bart did it's that. It's good that Bart did that, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, we can we can act as though, you know, we would be able to lose weight if, if the people at work only brought in fruit salad if our boss wasn't so demanding, if our job wasn't demanding, if we didn't have kids, if we, you know, uh, didn't have to work, if we, you know, it, it would be, it would be nice if, <laughs> if we lived in this fantasy world in which all things were removed from our view so that we could focus 100% on weight loss. And that's not going to happen. No, there's never going to be a perfect time where everything aligns just right for you. And you can sit around waiting for that time to happen or you can do something about it. And I think one of the things that we've talked about over and over again is you don't have to be the type of person who suddenly cuts down to 1,200 calories a day and goes to the gym seven days a week or works out with a personal trainer all the time or you can make little tiny sustainable changes that all add up gentle minor changes if you don't do any walking right now add a five minute walk to your day get up set an alarm on your on your watch set an alarm if you still wear a watch uh set an alarm watch. on your phone uh, set an alarm on your uh, computer device and get up once a day and take a five-minute walk. But, and then maybe uh, after a couple of weeks, you add two five-minute walks. But, Donald, 
I can't afford a gym membership. Gravity. Gravity issue. Yeah, but what so you, you go for a walk. So you go for a walk. Maybe you have stairs at your office, or maybe there's some place nearby. You can you can walk up and down the stairs five times. Well, um, I've said it too. Your sister came to visit once. Uh, she's very fit. Uh, just celebrated a birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Um, she would come to visit us, and you know what she would do? Like a foolish fool, she would work out for five minutes in the morning. She would do push-ups for free in our house instead of joining a gym for two days at our house and i didn't think it mattered i thought it was kind of weird that she would exercise in our home uh i did not enjoy people being fit and following their goals uh in my house that was very rude yeah (laughs) but it turns out that actually makes a difference yeah and uh you know i lost 100 pounds without ever once going to a gym i never set foot on a treadmill he doesn't even know anyone named him he cut them all out of his facebook i i won't even uh watch star trek anymore because the main character was james t kirk (laughs) he goes this goes deep yeah yeah that was a very no gyms very nerdlinger um i never set foot on a treadmill i never used a weight machine um i have uh, a couple of 12 pound dumbbells that i use occasionally but even for the first year and a half i didn't even pick those up um i walked i got steps um i i got a fitbit um you can get a simple pedometer if you can't afford a fitbit you can buy a pedometer for probably three bucks or you could even just walk to the end of a block and back and do that two times a day and the the more and you know this falls into the loopholes the you know the category of i can't you know i can't afford a gym membership i can't afford a trainer i can't afford weight watchers um you know i i can't reduce the number of hours i work you know there is someone out there who can do it and that could be you if uh, if you if you change your mindset. And I think that that can't is something that we hear, you know, I hear in my head often. And I have to change and reframe the way I'm looking at things because I can't control the weather. I can't control uh, my daughter's uh, or our daughter's uh, school schedule. Uh, if she's homesick, I can be a victim to it like I was on Tuesday when I victimized myself because she was home and I told myself that the uh, the day was ruined and, and everything was scattered and my wish came true. Mm. I made it I made it come true. Uh, and then I thought to myself on Wednesday because she was still sick, I need to get it together because being a victim to this is not helping me. And magically, without a change in circumstance, but in mindset, I had a wonderful Wednesday. Yeah, and and you know, another gravity issue that speaks to what you were just talking about is the notion of it's not fair. It's not fair that my best friend can eat as much as he wants and never seems to gain weight. Seems to have the same, you know, body type he had 20 years ago when I first met him. Don's not naming names, but I'm not I knew naming he... names. <laughs> I was speaking hypothetically. If he, if he had a no, friend. <laughs> you're, my, you're my best friend, sweetie, clearly. If if I had a friend, which clearly I do not have any friends. Um, They're not named Jim anyway. <laughs> and this hypothetical friend never seemed to care that much about food. Which and is un-American. <laughs> just seemed to eat whatever he wanted and never seemed to gain any weight. Then, then I, I mean, someone, someone, someone might declare that as unfair but that is a gravity issue there's nothing i can do about that i was born with the metabolism that i have and he was born with the metabolism that he has but you know what what i can control is what i eat and what i do 
um, I can't control, how, you know, my genetics. I can't control um, how I was raised. I can't control how I, my relationship with food, um, my emotional relationship with food. I can try to change my mindset toward it, and I can decide what I'm going to actually put in my mouth and what I'm not. Well, and I think, too, going back to what you said about, like, the food pushers at work, um, you know, I, and I know I'd mentioned this before, but there was a time that I was doing the cabbage soup diet and I didn't want to go visit a friend because I didn't want to go off plan and hiding and sheltering in place for a perfect life that, um, that contributes to your perfect goals is not sustainable and figuring out ways to accommodate difficult situations. That's where we learn. Like nobody wants to read the book, like perfect childhood, awesome grades, all the friends, great college, like all the (laughs) the happy time pony party. Like, first of all, that title is far too long. (laughs) You've said that before. So let's say, let's stick with the happy pony party where nothing but good things happen. That's a Lemony Snicket reference. Um, That's not where development comes from the the perfect charmed life that we think someone else has uh you know or the the perfect circumstance that's not where we learn to deal with emotional eating and binge eating and compulsive eating yeah you can't control the fact that um holidays come around that birthdays come around that um people invite you to celebrate moments with them or just invite you out to lunch but what you can control is how you handle it and using those things as an excuse just to do whatever you want or to throw away any good progress you might have made or to not start on, on a plan um, is going to get you nowhere. But you know what? Every little bit adds up. If you do a little something, eventually it turns into a lot of somethings. And, you know, I lost... I lost, I averaged just barely a pound a week. Uh, but you know what? After two years, that's 100 pounds. Well, and, it, you know, at the beginning of it, it seemed insurmountable. And I remember us just sort of having to go like, all right, let's take it a week at a time. Like, we're not, it's not going to happen all at once because you were in a very bad mood about having to lose weight. Yeah, I mean, I, I had basically decided I wasn't going to ever lose weight and I was just going to get as heavy as I was and then uh, I got a diabetes diagnosis. The sugar! (laughs) He got the sugar! I got the bad sugar and I I pouted about it for a week and then decided I was going to do something about it. Like, I, you know, that diabetes diagnosis was probably something I could have stopped but you know, all of the pouting and complaining and and shouting to the heavens above wasn't going to make it go away. What was going to make it I'm go gonna, away? I'm going to post a picture of him doing that because I actually got you <laughs> like if, like raging at the universe with your fists ablaze. I'll post that later on yeah. Google or Twitter or whatever people on do. The Twitters, the on, Twitters, on the Instagrams. Yeah. Um, the um, I totally lost my train of thought. But so what I could do was my doctor said to me I could lose weight and and that would save me from potentially going blind or losing a limb or other things associated with uh, complications from diabetes. And so after pouting about it for a week, I I was upset. I I didn't want to I didn't want to go to 1200 calories a day or join a gym or or see a personal trainer and Catherine said to me, "How about you just start by taking a walk? How about you The walk's not going to do anything." <laughs> 
Is that me? Is that yes. how I sounded? Yes. Um, you know, why don't you just count how many calories you're eating right now and then figure that out and then maybe just eat a few less than what you're doing and see how that goes. I was like, oh, does that count as doing something? Because uh, it feels like it has to be like a monumental montage. Like, this is a montage throwing out all the food in the house. Yeah. And going to the gym. Yeah, also. and like getting rid of anything delicious ever like seems like the only way to go. But you know what? You can make little changes that eventually add up to big changes. Well, and I think another gravity issue is a, a significant other or a friend or uh, or an enemy who is not on board with weight loss, who has no interest themselves in supporting a behavior. And codependency is a big uh, issue. I know it was for Donald and I. Uh, Yeah, I mean, to throw each other under the bus for a minute, I mean, we spent a lot of years, you know, I I would try um, for a moment to... uh, to get my head on straight and to, you know, try and eat well. And then Catherine would say, hey, let's get pizza. And I would be like, let's get pizza. Well, it's it's not me who decided to get pizza. It was her who decided to get pizza. So that's fine. And we want people to behave like we behave because it, it, it's comforting. If, if you're drinking, I want to drink. If, if you're eating pizza, I'll get pizza. And, um, when I started this in January of 2016 at about 250 pounds, I was so beyond depressed and overwhelmed and just a shell of myself. I had to move forward without Donald and because he said he had no interest in losing weight. And I could have said, okay, well, then I guess I'm not going to either. Um, he came at it at a, at a different angle uh, because of the leg losing um, the sugar leg. The sugar <laughs> leg. Um, but I had to be brave enough to just do what I needed to do for myself. And, you know, people at work, people you have relationships with, if you go to church on Sunday and there's a big, you know, cupcake swap or whatever, life is going to happen. And we, we can't make the people around us conform to exactly what we need to, in order to li- live our lives. Uh, being brave enough to look past that and do it anyway. It sucks, sure. You know, like Donald said, a friend who shall remain nameless, you know, can eat whatever they want. But what does it matter? Or, like, or so it appears, at least. Well, and no one, like, there is literally no one with a big clipboard of fairness who's going to check yeah. off the fair things that happen to you and the fair things that happen to them. And, like... And I'm not writing down everything he eats. Maybe, maybe you know, every time I'm not around him, he's eating, you know, next to nothing and exercising all the time. I don't know. And it's only when we're well, out together. Who cares? And it doesn't matter. Who cares? Nothing's fair. Yeah. It's not fair. It's not about fair. It's about how, you know, food reacts to me and how I react to food. And I react to it by eating it, usually. <laughs> but, you know, going back, we're going to take you back to the 80s again. We're going to go with MacGyver. Mm. I can't remember the theme song. MacGyver, MacGyving around, fighting, chewing gum. Was that the A-team? And the A-team is also. Uh, but what did MacGyver do? Did he sit at the beginning of the episode? I can't get out of this bomb igloo i can't get out of it what am i gonna do no he built a igloo melting laser out of a shoe he did there was actually an episode where he knew he was upside down because he dropped something and he could tell if he was up or down because of weight uh, of gravity uh, it was a gravity it was issue gravity, gravity. why you brought oh, it back around i did i didn't even expect to do that i'm amazing 
You know, um, I remember to this day a fact from MacGyver that water is the only uh, substance that we know of that expands when it freezes because of MacGyver. Go MacGyver. MacGyver. All of our listeners just tuned away. Tuned away. So we can say whatever (laughs) we want. We can say whatever we want. I'm going to talk about the Louisiana Purchase again. Um, But it's about controlling what you have around you. If all you have to lose weight is a paperclip and some chewing gum and some train tracks. That's what you got to do, people. Like, don't worry about what plan someone else is on, what they're successful at, what they can afford, whatever. You, one has to live one's own life and, and stay focused and not uh, jealous your way to weight loss because it's not going to happen. Yeah, no, it's definitely not. And, um, you know, if you say to yourself, I don't have time to do X plan or Y plan, then do Z plan. Like, do what you can do. Do Z plan. (laughs) Do Z plan. Look, it sounds discouraging and it sounds uh, ridiculous, but if you can even lose a tenth of a pound a week, like, eventually that becomes a pound and eventually it becomes tens of pounds. Like, you've got the rest of your life to do this. Like, it's better than running in place or worse, gaining more weight. Well, and it's that thing of, you know, the journey of a thousand steps. Like, it sounds really cheesy until you are 10 days behind and haven't taken a step and someone else is 10 steps ahead. And then the must be nice police come. Uh, because <laughs> wow, we're jealous. Because if, if, you know, someone else actually just put in a little bit of effort, you know, we can't get mad that they actually did the work and we didn't. Uh, you know, I've done that in the past and... Uh, I've talked about my friend Nicole, who miraculously lost, I think she lost like 50 pounds when I saw her, and I was like, I could have done that if I ever had. Yeah, and and it wasn't miraculous. She put in hard work. No, she just put in the work. (laughs) Like, it's like when someone graduates from college, like a a friend's child graduates from college, it's like, oh, it's been four years, it's flown by. Yeah, because you didn't actually have to do it. Like, you didn't suffer through all the classes. Um, But one other thing, I I think another gravity issue, and we're not going to talk politics, but let's talk politics. Uh, Oh, boy, I'm a little scared. No, very generally speaking. Um, in another trust fall, uh, coal walking situation at work a number of years ago. Was there paintball involved? Uh, that was a different time. That was awful. Don't do paintball. Trust team building paintball. Yeah, we, that actually did happen. Uh, but that's for my other podcast that I'm starting (laughs) complaining about work. Complaining about work. Oh, damn it. I can't do it. We only look like we want to be at work. But if you... uh, or in this uh, motivational thing that we were in, it was talking about, you know, the ways we spend our day. You know, we can invest in family, in friends, in ourselves, uh, in the world around us, uh, you know, our community, global, you know, everything. And he asked about, you know, how much time people spend watching the news. And, um, you know, people raise their hands. And he said, he, he, uh, he, he uh, said that perhaps watching the news was not helpful. If you're watching the local news and all it is is things being set on fire and car chases, uh, as it is in La Hangalis, like it is here, (laughs) like, how is that helping your day? Is it, is it going to change the way you live your life today? And in the political climate as well, I, there was, uh, someone close to me who was saying that they couldn't sleep at night. Uh, not Donald, (laughs) not that, not that close. Not me. Uh, because of something that was going on politically. And I was so upset because I was like, 
I'm raising a child. Like, if you're upset and you're bored, you can come over and clean the house if that's all you have to worry about. Like, not that we shouldn't be civically minded and, and uh, pol- you know, politically opinionated, but this person was crippled by anxiety about something that they literally in that moment could not control. And that, I think, is a, not a great use of time. Uh I think investing in one's self, investing in uh, your own well-being, like the whole put your own uh, life vest on first thing. I don't think I put on that life vest for a very long time because I I looked outward. I was trying to fix uh, other people's lives, be there for other people. And once I actually started caring for myself, I was in a better mood. I had more energy and I have more uh, more to give now that I'm actually practicing some self-care. So that g- the gravity of the world, I mean, we could be upset about uh, many, many things. The, the baggage retrieval system at Heathrow Airport we could be upset about. Yeah. Uh, but it's not going to help me to worry about it right now. Like, what can I control? Some meal prep. That's what I can do. Yeah, and on an even more local level, you know, people at work or people in your social life you know they're going to say to you oh come on just have a piece like and you're going to think like that you need to to do that sort of thing to make them feel better you know what you know you're not going to make them feel better you have to make yourself feel better and you have to do what's right for you and resisting that that piece of birthday cake or not having that second drink or first drink um, when you're out is, is what's best for you. And, and sometimes that's what it takes to move forward. It is. And there are so many ways, and we've already done a loophole episode, but there are so many excuses that we can make. And if we just take, uh, a, a paperclip out of MacGyver's, uh, handbook and just really look at what resources you have available to you. If you can't afford a gym, use your feet. Listen to the feed episode, the step episode, the step episode episode that we did, the four, uh, episode four. Um, You know, what foods can you eat? Well, I am allergic to dairy. Okay, guess what? We have never been in a time where there have been more food alternatives available. Yeah, Um, and if there's some food you can't live without and, and there's a plan in asking you to live without it, don't do that plan. Do a different plan. There's plenty of things out there. Like, you know, I lost 100 pounds by counting calories and... Uh, and moving more like it's a shocking revolutionary method but it works and there's no you know there's no one way that is right and we're not going to say you know oh you know well my circumstance is different well you don't know my life i have the exact same life that i did two and a half years ago but the way i approach it is totally different and, but nothing has changed. I still have the same family. I still have the same work problems. Still have the same impulses to eat all the food. All like, the you food. know, the show is called We Only Look Thin uh, for a reason. You know, it's like we've lost the weight, but all of the issues that were there that, you know, caused us to gain the weight in the first place are still there. Like, the world is still the world, and it didn't magically go away, and we weren't magically fixed. And, um, I feel like I'm being a giant bummer right now, but um, but the idea is that 
those external things are all gravity issues. And what I can control, what you can control, is how you react to them and how you choose to deal with it. Like, we spend the most time trying to fix gravity issues, and we spend the most time thinking about gravity issues. And the only way to really fix them is to just accept them and move on and do what we can do within that framework. But Donald, what if traffic is bad? Doesn't that mean I get to eat cake? No. No, it does not. But Donald, what if I have a flat tire? Doesn't that mean that the world is out to get me? No. It just means that you your car rolled over some glass or something. Or something. There are a thousand crummy things that can happen in a day. And there are a thousand great things that can happen in a day. Ooh, should I tell the horse? The horse, uh parable <laughs> i don't know what you're talking about so sure go right ahead <laughs> okay so uh gretchen rubin told this uh this story about how you know something is is good luck or bad luck uh, so uh, a man uh has a horse and the horse gets loose in the pasture and and runs away and the neighbor goes oh what bad luck and he goes well how do i know it's bad luck and two days later the horse came back and it brought another horse with it and the neighbor said oh what good luck now you have two horses and the man said, how do we know it's good luck? And then the man's son rode the horse and broke his leg. And the neighbor said, oh, what bad luck? He said, well, how do you know? And then the cavalry came through town and were, were deploying young men to, to war. And the young boy didn't go to war because his leg was broken. And how do you know if that's good luck? There are so many things, you know, good luck, bad luck, uh, you know, oh, the world was out to get me. Oh, I'm cursed. Oh, I'm clumsy. Um, all of these things that we tell ourselves that, you know, we think are predetermined and define us. And it took me over 40 years to finally start defining myself by my own choices and not being a victim to my job and traffic and weather and, uh, parenthood and all these things that I... Yeah, all of those things are gravity issues. What's not a gravity issue is what you put in your mouth and how much you move. But what if somebody you know uh, has a flat tire? Is that good enough for you today? <laughs> flat tire is still not a good excuse. None. Even for now, no, two or no three minutes people. after you brought it up the first time. No, but like the, someone I know was talking about having a, a terrible day and wanting to eat. And then I found out the reason. And I was like, that's ah, not a good enough reason to eat. Like, I mean, not that, there, you know, food is food and, and it shouldn't be prescribed for anything. But... We, we take on so much drama in the world. And I, I still have people in my life who seem to be the Dyson vacuums of drama. And I just choose not to engage in it anymore. I want to be around people who are inspiring, who want to better themselves, who are looking for solutions to problems and not being victims. Because I was a victim for a very long time and I am very familiar with the language of victimhood. I can't, I'll never, it's not fair. Um, you know, and some stuff sucks. It sucks. We could give you the list of the, what sucks, but it's not going to motivate you to yeah, do anything. It's not a good excuse to give up your health and your fitness and, uh, not a good excuse to trash progress that you've made or to put off progress that you want to make. And then choosing, like, choosing the hard, we, we've talked about too. The, you know, sure, is it hard to pre-track food? Is it hard to meal prep? Yeah, I guess so. But you know what else is hard? Losing a leg to sugar. <laughs> yes, for sure. So, uh, 
So that is our gravity grave gravy issue. <laughs> just, it's more gravy than the grave. Exactly. Um, so what, you know, I'd like each of you listening here in, in TV land to really consider the things in your life that you cannot control, the things that drive you crazy, the things that that drive you to have a bad day or tell yourself you're having a bad day because you can't control them. And you know what? You can change the way you look at it or you can get a new job. You can move. You know, there's some things that you can make big, big changes to. But if you're not going to make those changes, I don't want to hear for a year you complaining about them. Like, I just, I can't do it anymore. I want to be around people who are solution-driven. I feel like you're trying to drive away our listeners right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, but who do you want to hang out with? Like, bummers or do you want to hang out with people who are just like you know what i'm in this you know, to... we call ourselves the fun police all the time i am <laughs> that's why who else is here nobody because we're the fun police but but think about uh what you do the stories you tell yourself what chewing gum and paper clips do you have at your disposal that you can use to make that was your a macgyver thing in that case was, you didn't get it yeah. yeah if you're in an ice igloo of your own making how can you escape uh, tell us on Facebook. Tell us on Instagram. Uh, we we want more solutions. Yeah, follow us on Twitter at We Only Look Thin. Um, uh, please rate and review us on iTunes, um, and uh, you can find us on Facebook. Yep. And until they come up with a cure for gravity, don't forget that Donald and I are an inspiration. inspiration. Asian. The information that you hear on this podcast is for informational purposes only. The hosts are not medical professionals. You should always consult with your doctor, nurse, or other certified health professional before beginning any diet or fitness program.